Hi, my name is Carl, and you're listening to the All D20 Podcast. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and I play Vith Darestrix. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia and the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Game on. And now, let the adventure begin. Hi, I'm Carl, and this episode is brought to you by our patrons and our sponsors. If you would like to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at alld20.com. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite listening platform. And check out alld20.com for more information about being a patron or just to listen to the show. Last time on All D20. Being blinded is the worst. During the fight with the trapped spiders, the rest of my companions were also blinded by a giant spider. Since we were such a disadvantage, I asked Bigzy for assistance. Bigzy assisted Fifth while Camly and I played a game. <laughs> the colossal spider provided an opening, and we decided to escape. After many trials and close calls, we finally made our way out of the desert by riding on Vith's camel. Why didn't he use this before? Cover your ears, because I will have some choice words for him. You guys make your way out of the desert successfully. You're now comfortable on camelback. You made your way up a little bit further north and you end up going to the end of the road. But Vith, you being here before, you know that you can head east and there's another road that connects just past the ridge of the the mountainside. You'll have to walk along the coast and eventually you will get to another fork in the road that leads you to a lake that you're familiar with. And from there, you can head south to Amethyst City. All right. All right, everybody. It looks like we may have taken a small, big detour, but should not be that big of an issue. All we need to do is head along the coast and then head south until we find the road. Are you certain? I'm very certain. I'll just glare at him. (laughs) I caused the scorpion to snap its pinchers at him. (laughs) Fifth. I have a question. Yes? Why did you not decide to pull the camel out earlier? How do you mean? Camly and I are exhausted. If you had a camel this whole time, why did you not use it? Because I did not think I needed to use it. I'll just look at Camly with a disappointed look. And Camly, like, <laughs> nods, you know, like, yup. Just sigh. Put my face face palm myself and just shake my head. How long does the camel last? I know, it's a wondrous figurine, you said. I think it only lasts an hour. We shouldn't be sitting here bickering, Nine. I need to go get my dad. Understood. My apologies. It uh, depends on the figurine. So it's Eight up hours. To you for camel. Eight hours? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Eight hours and you can use it three times a week. So write that down. 
So you eventually run out of road and the grass gets pretty thick. Um, the foliage is, is getting more and more dense as you get closer to the coastline. Man, this looks a little familiar, huh, guys? I just stare at him. <laughs> blankly. <laughs> All right, well, let's, good. let's continue. Are we still on the camel? It's up to you guys. Yeah. I'm still riding. I'm tired. Yeah. How's my camel doing? Camel looks like it's hurting. It's a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> Sagging a little bit. I'll give it another half hour, then I'll dismiss it. All right. So a half hour goes by, and it's about the time that you actually hear the sounds of waves uh, you know, crashing against the shore. And then you look over, and then it goes from a really thick, grassy knoll to a drop. And then you just see sparkling blue as far as the eye can see. See little fish jumping in that water and jumping back out. Wow, that is so beautiful. Can we walk around it? Or do we have to go through it? Like swim? It's, it's the, the ocean. It's the beach. We just... Yeah, you just see the beach. Like it's, it's oh, first okay. I thought it was a then... very large lake. No, no, no. Oh, I see. Okay. No, you're, you're seeing the ocean. All right. You're... To kind of show you where you're at, you're yeah, you're like kind of like right there. Oh, well, okay. yeah, not that far. But you do notice in the distance, nine. Like you, it's almost like you have this homing detector GPS system that kind of points you. But as soon as you like start adjusting, you're like, oh wow, that's beautiful. And then you start looking more to the east and a little bit to the south. You see this massive tower and you can see in the distance that there's like clouds around it and there's just like thunder and then there's like sparks of lightning in the distance and it's just kind of hovering around that tower mm. wow this is so beautiful what do you think Kimberly? um I think we should turn around and go the other way because this is take me and my dad <laughs> and she kind of stomped her foot are you feeling oh and I will turn, face the tower, and just start walking in that direction. And you just hear mud under his breath, six towers. Nine, where are you going? My, we gotta get to the city, not the tower. Six towers. I'll, I'll just keep walking. Not running at a fast pace, just yeah, normal. Slow, slow walk. I think his uh, programming may have taken over Camly. Oh. So, either... We convince him once we reach the tower, or we use force. Six towers. No, I'm not going to use force on nine. All right, then I hurt him. we'll make our way to the tower then. Camly begrudgingly starts to run after nine, all the while saying, nine, no! <laughs> and the closer you get to the tower, the more the pool is just kind of, it's like a magnet just pulls you into that direction. This is your, your destiny. This is where you're supposed to be. This is what you need to do. This is your purpose. This is your, your calling. And each step gets you closer to that calling. And you just feel the gem on your forehead start to burn a little bit. The purple gem, the original one, the first one that you got, just burn. And as you get closer, you can feel like this electrical shocking feeling. 
At first, it was a mild, warm sensation, but as you get closer and closer, you can just feel the heat permeating from your forehead. And you step just a couple more, and you just shut down. Six, tap. You guys watch as nine just kind of drops to his knees, and then drops to his side and just lays there unmoving. She's like clapping her hands in front of his face and trying to wake him up. Do you do you have any? Oh no, he doesn't smell. Uh, do you think he winds up like his little mechanical toy he had, rabbit? No. Have we <laughs> actually ever looked? Well, no, but. Well, that settles it. I don't have Can... a wind-up thing. Why would he have a wind-up thing? So, no. You're actually hearing this from a very far away distance. And everything starts to shift and change. You've been through this place before. Data is flashing back and forth. You see zeros and ones just cascading against each other and forming images. And those images become more sharp and crystal clear, almost like they're 4K. And these 4K images just pop up into a screen inside of your mind. And you start to see this dark, empty entity trying to swallow the world of Avalonia. And you see seven gods step out of the clouds and onto the ground. One god of nature one of light, one of dark, one of light, one of fire, one of air, one of water. And they all start chanting. And as they begin chanting, one tower, two towers, three towers, four, five, six, and seven rip through the earth and enter into the sky. And they all interconnect and they form a symbol. You can see the ley lines that connect to each one of them. You can see the power being pushed from Avalonia out to wherever this dark entity is that's trying to swallow the world. And it's almost like a shield pushing it back. And you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and yourself, nine, wake up in the sleeping chamber. All of you arise. One steps out first and heads towards the green tower. Two steps out and heads toward the black tower, and so forth and so on. You also see them reach the tower, and once they reach the tower, each one of them gets deactivated until it comes to you and you try and fail. The next level of you each wakes up. This time, one tries the purple tower. You try the green tower. So forth and so on, over and over and over again. It's this endless cycle of trying to reach the top of the towers and failing. 
until this revision of yourself arrives and there's only two of you you nine and one hello nine hello it's been too long it is good to see you again it's always a pleasure to meet my brethren why am I here that is the question we always ask but it doesn't matter why we are here only that we fulfill our purpose you have fulfilled one of those purposes you have broken the chain and no other nine can be as good as this model you must complete seven towers six towers five towers four towers three towers two towers one tower one tower one tower oblivion 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 just repeats over and over and over and then it changes it's back into the zeros and ones you feel yourself being pulled back like you're disconnecting from the Wi-Fi. <laughs> and your eyes light up again, and you realize that you were walking, and now you're laying on your side. And then I see Vith trying to open my body. <laughs> <laughs> Vith is like, he's got one of his hands, like he's trying to find a compartment with his claws. Kenley's just standing there like, what? What are you doing? Fifth, what are you doing? Oh, hey, buddy. I was trying to figure out how to turn you back on. I do not turn on or off like a machine. I tried to tell him that. But are you not a machine? I am nine. Are you a machine? No, I am a flesh and blood creature, but you are made of metal. Not just metal. I'll hold out an arm and show him the wood and the veins that I have. And like, I am a combination of many parts, just like you. I guess. So anyway, right before you shut down nine, I was trying to suggest that we go to the city. And I cast suggestion. Oh, nine? Okay. So What's wisdom. the spell save, DC? Wisdom. And it is 15. Net one. Whew. You think it's a great idea? Family, of course. I owe you a debt for helping me with the first tower. I have always wanted to help you. Okay. Even, even before you cast spells on me. And I'll look down sadly. <laughs> but did I cast a spell? I know. Do I know she cast a spell? <laughs> Roll an arcana check. <laughs> Can I roll deception? <laughs> 19. I rolled deception. Try to deceive him. And then roll a insight. 22. So you know that a spell was cast based off your intelligence, but let's see how convincing her. Insight? Yep. Three. You have no reason not to believe her. It, it was weird that a spell looked like it was being cast, but... It... 
It's th this place is magical. I think that's what you're sensing. Okay, Camly. But just so you know, you are a very close friend of mine, of and course. I would help you regardless. Oh, I'm so glad. Let's go. So as you start walking south, Vith shows you the way. You guys start walking toward what you see a beautiful lake. And nine, as you walk away from the tower, even though you know you're trying to pay a debt and you're being magically seduced into this, <laughs> there's like leaking coming from your nose. I rub it in my hand. It's like a thick, viscous fluid. It's not quite blood, but I guess like an oil blood. It's your internal lubricant. Mm, okay. Is now leaking. It's just continually or just a small, it's, like it's, a bloody nose, pretty it's, much? It's a bloody nose as you move away from the tower. Oh, nine. Are you feeling okay? I am fine. So kind of coldly turn her shoulder a little bit. So you guys make it, it takes a little while, and you make it about south of the lake. Vith is taking you down the road, and you end up making your way to a crossroads as the sun begins setting. Vith, you know that this area is not the best to travel at night. You know that there's a lot of things, especially near water sources, that that are monstrous, that like to um, eat things, mm. so. All right, uh. Is his nose bleeding anymore? Uh, as he gets further and further south, it starts to, like, bleed a little bit more. I'll take some cloth and just stick, oh, stick it in the nose holes. What's going on? <laughs> immediately turns dark. <laughs> Camly can kind of how long does suggestion last? Eight, Eight hours. hours. Oh, well. But Camley's now wondering why his nose keeps getting bloodier or oh. whatever it's called. The further. So she's like starting to put two and two together. Yeah. But she's torn. So she's not saying anything yet. I'm not going to say anything either. I'm just going to keep right. following. So we definitely need to go into the manor tonight. There are lots of dangerous things that come out near water. Are you sure? I am very positive. You can stay out here if you would like to risk it and prove me wrong. And you can draw a manor on your own. And I'll turn my back to him. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Find a rock or find a wall. Wait, wait. <laughs> We're going to rest? Well, it is getting night and we've been walking oh, a long time. Oh, oh. And she's like... <laughs> Camling's practically just realizing that her spell's going to wear off. <laughs> oh, can't you go for a little bit longer? I'd ask the one that is bleeding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I now, now your ears are leaking forward. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's rest. She, Her shoulders sink down and hunch over. And... Is there any place to draw? Uh, you mm -hmm. can find a place. Okay. You, I mean, with with what you know, you can literally draw it on the ground. Okay. Yeah. So you can create like a cellar door on the cobblestone pathway and just... Oh, nice. I'll activate Torque. Yep. Have him draw a door. Yep. And you guys step into the manor. And as soon as you step into the manor, it feels like, you know, when you're 
you're dealing with head pressure when you change elevation and mm -hmm. then there's like that popping feeling and there's like this huge relief. That's what you feel like right now. Just pop and the huge relief and you're no longer leaking. Nice. <sighs> that is refreshing. Hey guys, how's it going? Oh, not bad. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, um, there seems to be some sort of magical thread around you, Nine. That's really weird. What is that? I will tell you all about it. Yeah, um, Have a hold seat. on a second. Let me just, he takes his, he takes his hand and licks it. Uh, he licks his thumb a little bit and he just kind of rubs like right above you in the air and dispels the magic. So you know def definitely, without a doubt, that you've been suggested on. Okay. There we go. That's that's much better. Hey, would you guys like some tea? I've got some positivity. I got some negativity. I've got some uh, tea tree. Do you have any betrayal tea? As I look at Camelot. I mean, I have dessert tea. That is fine. Gerald. <laughs> I am being injured the further I get away from that tower. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, that is your sole purpose on existing. What do you make of this? And I'll reach out my hand to kind of like transfer my memories to him so he he can see the whole story that happened. Yep, he sees the whole story and he's like, oh, I see. So you found out about our towers. Indeed. I'm sorry, did you say our towers? Did I stutter? I just wasn't expecting, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but you said our towers. Yeah, our towers. Can you elaborate? I mean, us gods all have to do what we need to do, right? If you're a god, why are you a servant of a manor? Well, I mean, you know, we work in mysterious ways, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it it, it is more important for us to do things on the sidelines and not you know, not directly influence you, but kind of help you along the way. That, and I kind of made a deal the last time the towers were up and I sacrificed myself for the greater good. And here I am, this thing in this manner. Anyway, so um, you wanted some dessert tea? Uh. One second, which god were you? There are certain things I can tell you and certain things I cannot. You know, rules and codes and blah, blah, blah. Camille is, uh, as she's listening to this, she kind of has her head down. Her her foot is back, so she's on her, so it's on her um, kind of front of her foot. And she's kind of swinging her, her heel back and forth. And then she says, because she realizes that she's just, before you say anything, apology accepted. Oh. I know. It's fine. Thank you. I didn't I didn't know. When when you deal with mortal children, you you child. expect tenter, temper tantrums. It's common. Mm -hmm. I dealt with it in the past with other people. There was this paladin that was a jerk to me. <laughs> there was this you know, there's so many other people. Like there's this warlock that was kind of a jerk. I mean, it, it's fine. It, it, it's really fine. But, you know, as a god. It is what it is. I'd love it if you could teach me how to cook some of your food. Um, I'll think about it. And I'm sorry, Nine. 
I really just want to get to my dad. Emily. You would do the same if you were in my shoes. I would do the same. And it does not take a spell for me to help you. You weren't listening to me. You were just on autopilot to the tower. I mean, in her defense, that does actually make a lot of sense. I mean, when you're kind of stuck toward the tower, you're focusing on your purpose. And I mean, I was the one that kind of designed that programming. So I'm not really surprised that that's how that happened because, you know, you are supposed to go to the towers. You're supposed to complete them so that eventually you can get to the point where we stop oblivion and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But, you know, hey, sometimes things happen and, you know, she's just a silly mortal that wants to save her silly mortal father. I mean, I get it. I understand where she's coming from in that regard. Like, I don't really have a father. I just came into existence because people believed in me. But, you know, hey, I get it. I understand kind of where she's coming from. But I will say that it probably is smart for you to get some more experience and maybe a little bit more preparation. I did see the last tower and you guys had a really, really rough time. So, you know, with that being said, I just think that it would be very smart for you guys to kind of take it a little bit easy. And um, if you want me to help you with the programming, sit down. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> I know, it's almost like I can read your mind. Oh. Anyway, so um, sit down, re relax, and... Uh, uh, uh. Gerald. And then Gerald just disappears. Gerald. Is this one of his games? I don't think so. Can you... You can sense him. You know where he is in the manor, no? Because it is your spell? His spell? Let me try. And I'll just try to sense, get a sense of what happened or where he is. And you get a weird sense that he's in you. He's in your, your mind. And you just feel like this, like, tinkering. And you guys watch as, like, Nine's right arm just kind of twitches and moves up. And then the left left leg kind of twitches and moves up, like someone's like tapping things to to adjust it. And you just like hear this whirring and clicking sounds of gears inside of his body. And um, nine, you hear. Okay, it sounds like I've got everything fixed, but um, I kind of have to stay here. No, I will provide you an exit. No, sorry. No. Gotta stay here. It's the only way for me to make sure that you don't go back to the tower and you don't start leaking in all of your orifices. Because you think the ears and nose were bad. Oh, that was just the beginning. I think I should take the chance. Nope, sorry. It's already done. This is my new home now. Can we hear this at all? No. Okay. You just hear, you hear Nine talking to himself. Okay. I'll just start removing my body parts. I'll just chop them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what are you doing, Nine? Stop that. I'm providing you an exit. Nah, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Do I get to sense anything about him since he's in me? Like... It's um, it's very comfortable. It's like, uh, it's like when you haven't seen a, a parent figure in a long time. And you get to see them after years of, of not being able to be around them. And there's that comforting feeling of that. Okay. Gerald, how are we going to get tea and food and other things? Oh, just ask. Does that mean you will leave? Uh, no. Just ask. Could I have some tea? What kind of tea did you like? Dessert. Okay, dessert tea. He snaps his fingers and there's tea in your hands. What else can I get for you? That is it. How will the others 
communicate with you? Uh, through you. All right. We are now the eyes and ears. We are one. Megzord, go! <laughs> Fifth, Gerald did not leave. He is helping me. Oh, that is good. In my mind. That's very sweet of him. If you need anything, just ask. How am I supposed to get my tea? He was unable to find tea for you, Camly. Hmm. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice, but hey, it's your choice. Oh, can he give you any advice on prism? Let me ask. I mean, you heard, Gerald heard it. Sure, but you didn't ask. Oh, Gerald. Yes? We've acquired a new friend. Oh, really? Its name is Prism. Oh, the, um, the phoenix that you didn't invite into the manor? Well, it was on the mage hand following me. It has a standing invite. It, it knows it's welcome. <laughs> you didn't invite him. So where is it? It's it's with it's us. outside. Most likely uh, on the ground now because my mage hand would have popped I'll as run soon as I I'll run outside. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you step outside, you feel like the presence of Gerald leave you. Okay. Do and I... there is Prism just flo- flying around the cellar area, squawking. Prism, Prism, this way. Uh, it flies down and lands on your shoulder, and it's a super hot. I'll give him a big hug and go into the manor. All right. You step into the manor with Prism. Hey, wow. So that's what it looks like outside. It's been a while. I can't really talk to you or do anything when you step outside of the manor, though. So if you want to communicate with me, it's got to be in the manor. That is fine. I hope that you enjoy the adventures that we go on. Yeah, I'm sure that it'll be quite a, quite a treat. And I will try my best to keep you safe. Oh, well, I mean, I'm a god. I'll, I'll be fine. If you just get disassembled, then I'll just come back to the manor. Anyway, so you're asking about uh, this thing, this this phoenix? Yes. Okay, so it's a phoenix. Has special properties. What do you want to know? Well, fifth was curious. About? I am uncertain. <laughs> he did not specify. Well, I'm uncertain too. Well, how do we raise it properly? Are there other elements it can transform into? What can it do for us? Gerald hears all that. I let him hear it. He can reply. He doesn't say anything. Gerald, could you give me the Wikipedia about this phoenix? (laughs) I mean, I don't know what a Wikipedia is. How do you know what a Wikipedia is? A full explanation of all the properties and details. I mean, I can't give you a full explanation of all properties and details. That would be cheating. And you haven't used the proper up, up, down, down, left, right, A, B, B, A, B, B, A, B, B, A yet. So unfortunately, I can't help you with that. I can give you clues. I mean, you know, he eats things, elements. Like he can eat fire, he can eat ice. He can eat lightning. He can even eat dark and light magic. Did you know that? I did not. Hmm, You should try it sometime. That's all I can give you today. That is sufficient. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Um, Hold on a second. I see that uh, someone else has been messing around in this mind of yours. He starts poking around. You're like, hey, what what are you doing in here? (laughs) (laughs) It's for me. (laughs) 
Oh, you kind of remind me of someone. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, this fine familiar, this, this spell isn't quite right. Hey, hey, leave it alone. I don't come in and touch your stuff. What's going on in here? You know, if I just, hey, that tickles. Just calm down. Hey, hey not there. And we'll find out next time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was coming soon. I thought you were going to say one. What oh. do you want to name it? Head games? Defrag. Ooh, head Ooh, games is defrag good. Defrag is good, too. So which one? Head games or defrag? Defrag. Okay. Head games. Defrag. <laughs> head games. Am I the tiebreaker? Yeah, you are. I'm going to go with head games. Okay, head games it is, then. All right, Carl. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening. If you want to listen more or find out more stuff just about the show in general, go to our website alld20.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and we also have our own pages. Jeremy? I'm on Instagram at Magthar. I'm on Instagram at 9 underscore tries. Felicity? Instagram, alld20 underscore Felicity M. And finally, Joseph? Uh, Joseph underscore alld20, alld20 underscore Joseph. One may or may not be a mimic. And we have a Discord too, so you definitely want to check that out. And you can check all that stuff out by, again, going to aldi20.com or reaching out to us and we can, uh, becoming a patron too, you automatically get special patron Discord privileges. And uh, without further ado, game, game on. on. And now for our patron-only content. Well, that went a lot easier for Camly than I thought it was going to go with having to apologize. <laughs>